And now, welcome to Like a Boss. Insights with influencers, creatives, online entrepreneurs, and badasses like you. Here is your hostess, Heather Havenwood, Chief Sexy Boss, helping you rise to the top. Are you a coach, consultant, small business owner, or online entrepreneur? Do you want to significantly grow your business, triple your list, and double your sales conversions? If the answer is yes, then launching a podcast is the next step. You see, being an expert in your field, having a website is no longer enough to be noticed in today's marketplace. I call it the influencer effect. Being an influencer is the key. You see, people do business with people they know, like, and trust, and having your own podcast helps people to connect with you. If you're interested in having me help you launch your own podcast, grow your influence, and promote your business, then go to InfluencerGrowthFormula.com. That's InfluencerGrowthFormula.com, and let me help you rise to the top. Hey everyone, this is Heather Havenwood and welcome to Like How a are you? Boss, I'm so glad Insights to be with here. Influencers and Entrepreneurs and Badasses Like You. <laughs> Your okay, story so just I'm like made me laugh this morning it's already made my and day. today I was sharing with our guests earlier in the green room that right next door to me, literally I woke up this morning to jackhammers. That's amazing. With yeah. the parking lot, they're redoing our parking lot, like the entire thing, even the, um, the awnings. I live downtown in the well, gorgeous key. building that's, that was that's built a good in the one. 80s in downtown <laughs> Austin, and they're redoing everything, and I literally woke up to literally oh at 7.01 yeah. this morning. No so it's been it's a fabulous morning. nothing worse morning. than when you start your morning, morning and, and it's already but like, Arr. Today's about happiness. <laughs> it's all about happiness. That's why we have the happiness coach with Jennifer. Absolutely. I'm so excited that you're here. Hey, Jennifer. I'm, you're my happiness coach today. <laughs> I'm like, thank God I have a happiness coach. That's awesome. It's super because I'm not happy. <laughs> do people call you like, Jennifer, I'm not happy. Make me happy. Damn it. Do they do that? Right? Yeah. What do you do? Like getting mad at the thank guys you. at 701 in the morning. They're doing their job. It's hot as hell. It's a hundred degrees outside. So the guys want to get started. You know what I mean? I get it. Like they're like, let's get started before it gets. That's right. I, I made degrees. sure to fill my um, cup. Okay. So you're a happiness coach here. So let's just talk about who you are. Read your bio a little bit. A time, money, and happiness business coach. And for helps driven professionals learn how to grow and scale their profitable business into lifestyle happy. they love. Yeah. Her coaching I am one of those pretty happy people. I, I live out in the middle of She's nowhere. So I'm a, I'm, automation I'm a morning person. We live on a five acre chicken farm. Time to reduce um, so so I can get up when they, matters you most. know, roosters she crow, as they will, <laughs> literally, time, make more money and increase their happiness. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. So, I just, so I'm I laughing because I also live, in the so green room, just, I told her, just for a second, I think I'm going to the bathroom. No, I'm running to get something really life. important that makes me happy. It's called coffee. Coffee <laughs> makes me happy. If I could be talking to a happiness coach, I better have a lot of dough. <laughs> Right. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh God, she's going to be a happy one. <sighs> you're one of those people. Like yeah. I'm not one of those people. Like are you one of those, like you're always happy girls. Ah, oh, the title before you. So I'm going to, I'm going to disagree because I think balance is possible. It's just that most people think balance means equal. So my right. definition of balance right. is not the same right. definition no jackhammers, of balance. But so when I talk to right. people about, um, you know, I, I, I love what I do. So, and I, you know, for the 
most part of my life have called myself a workaholic. Nice. I hate because you. I just love I'm what nice. I do. We but that you. doesn't just mean kidding. that I don't incorporate yeah, I mean, self-care into my life. I, I, I just I don't believe in so I'm gonna push back on something much today. of it. We're gonna be talking about three things that you can So when people think balance, they think, well I have to have you know eight hours here and eight hours here or you know like four hours at home in the evening with the kids and I thought about it's everyone has their own definition of balance for what they need to rejuvenate it before me. Okay. <laughs> I get my massage. I try to get a massage at least every other week. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Mm. Awesome. <laughs> I don't know if I'd mm. like that, but awesome. I got it. Yeah, so I need spas every day. <laughs> Bath time. That's good. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah. I had one this weekend. Sure. Um, I do take baths now. That's my thing. Like, that's my way to self care. No. I definitely take so baths. I'm not a life coach. Salt baths um, at night. And I, I know that a lot of people whatever. would like me and, to be because uh, exactly I'm like, what I teach is just very taking beneficial. The bath in fact, when I one of my stories that leads me into kind of one of the first things and, to make sure you're getting you know, more time less time it, is it this concept help of embracing so that's my your elevation, your sweet spot. What are you really good at? I work out. And one of those things is I also like teach people how to be happier and dive into cold water and amazing, which is a great concept, right? I mean, everybody wants to inject. I know. Wakes you up. You're like, woo! And I'm run awake. it on autopilot. Uh, but, seven o'clock in the morning. Um, my lesson really learned very early on in my um, my so okay. Let's talk about this. So what exactly do was that you I was attracting the wrong clients. So because my company, as my URL still life? says, is happiness matters. But I I you know had to do this changeover, this branding change to time and happiness matters. Because what I do is I work with my clients to look at what they're doing in their business and, and what they're not liking in their business and how can, how can they actually get more done in less time and still make more money. One of my clients, for example, she used to work, she used to pull her laptop from the floor of her bed in the morning at like 6 a.m. to start putting out fires right away, working like you know, pushing 80 hours a week. And then we went in, we dove in, we started looking at what is her brilliance? What does she really like to be doing? What are the clients that she, the types of clients that she really likes to work with? And we were able to get her down to 30 hours a week, still making the same amount of money when she Mm. was working 80 hours. That's what I do. Oh yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice. That's awesome. So is it really about systems and structures, like you're putting this mm-hmm. structure? Yeah. And it's also yeah. about, um, talking about your brilliance. I'm going to go, I'm going to push up against this a little so bit. So I you, do, uh, I agree with that concept. Agree with you in that and it's sense easy to do when you when are you an entrepreneur, are especially a when you are inside you know, of a company. You don't have a team. Let's assume you, know, you don't have a really team. It's really easy to be like, stay in my, you know, it's really, I mean, at some point you just have uh, to do when Almost you are right? an entrepreneur, you're like, that's matter whether you like it or not, it's still stuff. That's that not even feasible because I'm dealing but with technology. The point of understanding, understanding and really honing in clients, maybe on what a, is it that you really love doing level. and what is it that you I'm are really with good email at marketing and is to ensure that as you're building your business, you take the steps necessary that when the time comes, you can start having the systems and the processes in place to offload the stuff you don't want to do first. How do you... And so sometimes it's, it's a matter of understanding that in order to hire that first VA, even if it's five hours a week, you have to be able to articulate to that VA exactly what you want them to do. So for example, being able to write a standard operating procedure 
and being able to shift that workload over so that you know exactly what it is that you don't want to do anymore. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. <laughs> well, you can hire me. <laughs> it's well, so yes, that does happen. And so I just, in fact, I had a, a, a call with one of my clients last week and we went through That's really hard to do um, for someone like everything. She has a team of people. That, um, I mean, she's I've not heard that before. That's not I, I haven't and heard And even to scale, you know, to that next level, she's needing book. to be able to And I love that, but I'm just not things a that some of her teammates are doing to get another layer of to team do members. That because in my so brain, I we went through everything. I don't even know all the different steps to do it. Everything that her a, a way to get around um, that is there a way that you know, I can teammates just buy that <laughs> are doing I mean, and we wrote down the list of everything you that we possibly could write an essay yeah like, tell me to write down the same operating so that way like, it's oh, um, that and squirrel. then she's going to hire someone who is that just going to whether it be she's going to start dictating as she's doing like just turning on a recorder like rev for example as you're doing stuff to record what it is that you're doing talk through it as you're doing it um, another recommendation that I gave her um, is Loom, for example. Loom video is great. It's amazing. So, and that's another way when, like, for example, I mean, I'm still in many ways a bottleneck in my yeah. own business. So when I'm getting ready to want to offload something that I know that I shouldn't be doing, like, it, I mean, you kind of, as you're growing and scaling your business, you kind of know that those, you're aware of those tasks that when you're doing them, you're like, oh, I, I shouldn't be doing this. Um, so turning on loom video and just recording what it is that I'm doing, cause I am pretty tech savvy myself with my it background. And that's probably one of the last pieces that, you know, I've given up control <laughs> over. Um, so yeah. even I have to turn on the video and I just have to start doing, and then I say, okay, go make this pretty, you know, go make this into a standard operating procedure. Cause whether it be, you know, that person's going to do it. Yeah, probably awesome. not going to be yeah, forever because, you know, people leave and people move on, but you want to have it documented. So your teammates are the best people to actually write the SOPs, <laughs> write it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I have both. Um, so I have, um, you know, I work with mm-hmm. clients like in a group capacity where it's more of the mindset, the strategy, um, how to, you know, even from early on, I mean, I really wish I could get my hands on those entrepreneurs that are just starting. <laughs> um, of course, you know, like you said, they don't know what they don't know. And um, so usually I get them when they're kind of getting to the point where they want to start getting to that first, you know, hiring that first person. And um, so that's when, when they're ready. I, of oh, course, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here, do this. And by the way, I need and then you I also have my crazy for that. Uh, but that's a good idea. So, how, um, so um, because you I really think there's so the much that if you took just even individual that extra little bit of time at the very beginning, them. Um, as you are, are doing the steps and as you're growing the business that you can emulate that faster. So for example, if you, if I, one of the first things that I tell almost any client that I work with is, do you even know what you do in your day? Most people don't. So how can you improve the efficiency of what you think you aren't getting done um, if you don't even know how you're spending your time? So I know it's like one of those really tedious, in fact, it's one of the like how to get more done in less time things is you need to track your day. And it's so unsexy. Why would you say that? Why would you say you want to get the start? I have to drag and it's like pulling teeth. But, But, you know, when people, for example, I mean, at least for me, and this is the analogy that I give is that when people go on a diet, Mm -hmm. um, when you track your food, 
you are more apt to lose weight. And it, it works for me. It, you know, maybe that doesn't work for everybody, but that's the analogy that I like to give is because when you can see it in front of you, then you know, oh, well, that's why I didn't, you know, get that out today mm. or I didn't get that, you know, guest blog post article written today or, you know, X, Y, and Z done is because I spent all that time doing these other things. And so that's one of the first things I usually have people do is start tracking their time. So as an early entrepreneur, if you can start to see how you're spending your time, then if they were to come into, for example, my group program, then that's where we can start analyzing, well, this is how we can speed that up. Um, so for example, I'm a tiny habits certified coach. And one of one piece of that is learning how to, um, habit stack, creating, creating habits in order to get more done is another, another little trick, <laughs> if you will. So when you, yeah. So when you take one habit and you stack it on top of another habit, you create a routine. And so inevitably yeah. when I ask people, do you have a morning routine? Most, most people, like when I'm speaking live, ever all the hands go up and then I ask them if they have an evening routine and you know, most of the hands stay up. But then I start asking about business routines and the hands start coming down. Um, so do you have a business startup? Do you have a business close down? What about a cash injection routine? Like, do you, you know, like understand that in order to make money, you actually have to make offers. <laughs> So, you know, we start getting into those kind of things, but when you start habit stacking and creating routines, ha what so, that does so what is do you mean it by allows that? you to run Pretty, on autopilot. Let's say that again. Because when you're- Habit stacking. I've never heard of that. Routine, I've never like, heard of this habit is, I'm going to date myself here. When you have the routine as an example of say, turning off a, um, a curling iron or a coffee pot that you used to have to manually turn off before they had the auto turn off ones. Um, or like when you drive away and you close your garage, you know, you push the button to close your garage door. And then you drive back and you think, oh man, I didn't close the door. I didn't turn off the coffee pot. And you drive back and you did it. And you did it because it was automated. It was part of your process. So when you can start creating these habits and, and stacking these habits and creating, say, a business startup routine, what that yeah. does is you run on autopilot and you just do it. And what that allows you to do is to free up the brain power that you need. Because there's a limited amount of brain power every day. I... I firmly believe that I, you, you hit that wall and you are just done. And if you can free up the brain power by conserving it, by having more routines, you are more productive in the non-routine times of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you need to be creative, when you need to be writing, when you need to just really use whatever capacity you have is in that non-routine time. So the more that you can put into routines, the better, and you can be more productive. Sure. Like a business, are you talking about the business startup or like a personal routine? So, um, for example, um, I had a client who I know this seems like such a simple little habit to try and incorporate into a morning routine. Yeah. She just wanted to get better at taking her supplements, like her vitamins, and she just couldn't make it happen. So we go through the process of identifying, well, what are you currently doing? So again, this comes back to tracking your day. Um, what are you currently doing in your morning routine? So we'd get to the point where we realize that, she was, had the, the uh, supplements in the bathroom, but by the time she remembered to take them, she's out the door. Yeah. So we analyze that she's, she makes coffee got it. every okay, day. Got it. I mean, so give us an example of like a good morning routine. <laughs> right. So if she, yes, like, exactly. So routine. just even the, the slight change of moving the location of something can improve the stickiness of a, of a hat. So Absolutely. So just identifying those types of things is what allows you to create more things in your routine.
<laughs> Some people do. That's <laughs> my supplements are by my coffee. We have a stack of them right next to the coffee right. one. It's like make the coffee. There's supplements. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, something simple like that. I mean, I understand that one. I never. By the way, I just have to say, I've never understood people that put supplements in the bathroom. That makes no sense. If you're eating it and digesting it, it's in the kitchen. Like, I never got that. People are like, oh, go get my pill. It's in I the bathroom. Like, what the hell is in the bathroom? You know what I mean? Like, what? I mean, all my, you know, pills and supplements and, you know, ailments. Yeah, there's like, there's a whole section of ibuprofen, what I call the stuff for, for sick stuff. And then there's stuff for, I have a whole thing for all the supplements for healthy stuff. I'm a huge health freak. So I have probiotics. There's like three shelves, but it's all in the kitchen. Because that's where I eat stuff, right? Like bathrooms, like hair and other things, you know, and I'm not thinking about what am I, what am I feeling in my body today? What's going on? Do I, what am I, what's my routine on my supplements this week? You know? So, uh, yeah, that's just common sense. (laughs) Come on. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't know where that comes from. It's it's that old habit. Habits are interesting because there's an old, there's an old story about a woman who, um, I've heard of that. Throw it out. People say, what, why do you do that? Like, well, my great, my great grandmother did my grandmother did. And I do that. Yeah. Well, you can actually use that. <laughs> Here's how all these are ways you can use it. It's actually good. I don't you know. I don't, I don't know. I'm sure the, there's going to be people who are going to say that it keeps had pressure. To throw it out no for other reasons, you know, sanitary reasons or whatever. And it's just that whole concept is that, Another one that got passed down from my mother, I got stopped <laughs> on this habit, but it got passed from my great grandmother, I think, or something. It's the weirdest habit. You're going to laugh about it. She put her coffee in the freezer. Okay. And yeah, the coffee, yeah, the coffee grinds actually the freezer. Now <laughs> listening to this show, someone's going to say, yeah, I do that. What's the problem? Okay. Walk into Starbucks. I do not see any freezers anywhere right no 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 no. i'm just i'm so gonna take this one on for a second as a habit that got passed on by the wrong human being i used to work for starbucks for about four months of my life and uh one of the things i learned they they take you this is back in the day they're just anymore they take you through coffee school you know and i i literally was in the little instruction you know thing and i'm like coffee master like Mother puts coffee in the refrigerator. <laughs> I don't know why, or maybe it's because and why he's like, no, that's horrible. It takes the kitchen areas too public. Makes them I, I don't know. And so when you put hot water on a yeah. cold bean, it's not good. It doesn't have the good flavor, and it's horrible for the bean. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. That that's like you know sense. So I called my mother. Mother, you're supposed to take them out. Why do you so, put them in the freezer? Uh, so in addition to just tracking your day, so you know, life, you know, and your she's like, learning that's what that, my mother um, did. That's what I'm doing. I'm like, I'm telling you, mom, you it's not good with the coffee. You want better coffee? Um, she's and then like, the third whatever, thing is creating a plan. Now this is a good one because I think there's a lot of people who think they create plans, but they don't really realize that they're plans like that. Like I'm sure someone told her you should put this up in the bathroom. Yeah, you know if you if you don't make a plan that is going to actually be implementable or actionable, then it's not a plan. I understand that one. If you can't, so let's keep take one step like each day towards that plan. And this is again coming from you know like being in you know 
million dollar projects, billion dollar projects in who I work with in my IT companies, um, you know, you have to be able to resource load um, a project, a plan, so that people can take action on it every day. And this is a, a big stopping point for people because they make a plan and it might be like, oh yeah, I have to write the the copy for this launch. Well, that sure feels like heavy and plan big. And I'm never going to that your plan sucks. That's good. I like that. <laughs> so, we'll do hashtag plan sucks. Then that just leads to procrastination and frustration and and um, it, it just is not a, a, a recipe for success. So when you start thinking about planning, it has to be broken down to, you know, and I know people talk about time boxing and, and you know, work on a certain task for 30 minutes or 45 yeah. minutes or 90 minutes. Yeah. I mean, and, and I, and I understand and, and, and I kind of, you know, I, I work with my clients who, who aren't really well versed in yeah. just being focused for any length of time to do time boxing. Mm-hmm. It really is a matter of being able to take, you know, the, the priority. And that's another one. <laughs> don't get me started is people don't know how to prioritize, <laughs> but right. Right. Yeah, it's true. So first off, I, I think people don't, I mean, I, I am just, I, I, you know, it's, and I guess this is something you were talking about earlier, how, when you start to do something and you're just really proficient and you just do it and you don't know how to articulate it, you know, to, to have someone else do it. So I've tried to figure out how I prioritize because I just look at my, you know, I start with the list of whatever I'm going to get that needs to get done. And I can just look at it and I'll be like that, and I'm going to do that. And so of course, you know, there's always time sensitivity, right? So if there's something that has a deadline, you have to, you have to be cognizant of deadlines. So I think that's probably, I, I would recommend is maybe step one. Um, this is really good for me. It don't, never really it don't. What would you say about that? <laughs> what's, what's the deal with that? Why? I mean, what, first of all, so, what do you yeah, find so people I would look really at, prioritizing and where are they getting it wrong? It is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Or like you have company coming and you need to like, you know, yeah. <laughs> I like that phrase. I'm going to use that guilt prioritization. <laughs> Oh, here we right. go. We're recording. Yeah. So we can use this for something. Yeah. Because how do you prioritize? Go ahead. I mean, this is a really interesting piece, right? Because I'm just for a second, because yeah. I think, so, you know, I think, is, is you know, part of it is, you know, you've seen that little that are big square box items. There's where, monetization, you know, like, there's this deadlines, is urgent. This there's is important. This do. is like other people's there's, important you know, things. And these are things and then you never do, or I don't even, I can't remember what, who created that and what it's called. Right. Some dude. <laughs> I think it was some dude. Mom um, calls, so, sister, I mean, you, the guilt, whole point guilt, of that guilt, Foursquare guilt, is guilt, that you don't want to spend guilt. all your time so, like um, feeling like everything's urgent because then that's just adding stress. It's, it is worry. guilt prioritization. And that's why like, I think you know I look that at it's things not, that have a deadline quote, unquote, and because I need to be cognizant quote, unquote, of what that is when I'm prioritizing, whether it be my week or the month. You're like, well, I don't want to deal with that. I'm so afraid of So when things have a deadline, but then prioritization, I make a standing daily um, recommendation with my clients is to do at least one thing every day that is a cash injection, meaning having, even if it's just yeah. one single conversation with someone where you know that you could serve them Some and do. help them and, and potentially, you know, have that conversation where you could make an offer. So do something every day that is revenue generating, um, do something every day that is visibility generating yeah. Um, and do something every, um, at least, and again, this could be depending on where you're at at the point in business, but whether it be weekly or monthly, um, to, in, to grow your reach, 
And so what I mean by that is when people are getting out there and they're first starting, and I get this question a lot is like, I don't, cause I'm a big proponent of, of, you know, email list building and email marketing, um, is I don't have a list. So how can I grow a list? Well, you have to, you have to get on it. So, you know, I help people figure out, you know, what would be, what would serve them best as like their initial funnel or their initial lead magnet, as an example, in order to start getting out there. And once they have that, offer it up to one person that you know that could use it every day, especially when you're first starting. Once you get past that, it's a matter of like, how can you participate in joint ventures? How can you participate in, um, you know, like, like this, like a, an interview? How can you get out there and increase it? And how are you making that something that you're doing every day? So I look at it from a cash flow perspective and a client flow perspective, something that I do every day. The, uh, uh, my goodness, now you're going to make me remember what I just said. <laughs> so cash flow, client flow, uh, which, and the, and the client flow in some ways is, um, you know, the lead generation, but then also visibility because that's part of it. And um, also deadline driven. <clears throat> so I usually recommend, I, I, I'm a, okay. again, because I'm oh, a early I bird. That's I hot. always okay. do part of my like, um, So how do you, time, so monetization, will, cash injection, and like I have been the an advocate have, of, so you know, working out or getting personal. to the gym or whatever you want to do, but do it before your day starts. Um, one, it's good yeah, for your body exactly. just to wake that's up and job. move about. I mean, and it doesn't even have to be big things. And that's one of the things that I teach with tiny habits. One of the habit strategies to start a new habit <laughs> is to start tiny. And, and what that means is 60 seconds or less. Deadline and so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, great. people that yeah. want to start so getting where, into the mode, for example, of, where you know, do you do maybe doing a little stretching or, you know, getting the out there. People, the reason that people fail at New Year's uh, resolutions that. is because oh, I'm going to go every day to the gym for half an hour. And I'm like, no, you're not because <laughs> that's not going to last. So instead, you know, I recommend, okay, let's put the shoes on and walk to the refrigerator. <laughs> that's a great 60 second habit, you know, and let's just, and then, and then here's the, the best part about a habit strategy in order for it to solidify in your brain is you have to, um, and again, this comes back to almost those positive neural pathways. You have to celebrate the fact that you did it. So you have to celebrate the fact that I tied my shoelaces and I walked down the hall. Now, did I actually get on the, the exercise bike? Mm, no, I didn't have time today or no, I just didn't feel like it. In fact, one of the, one of the habits is sitting on the machine. I don't care if you move your feet, but if you sit on the machine, I want you to like stand up. I want you to do your little happy dance, pat yourself on that back and celebrate that you did your habit because that is going to, that's good. That's the step. That's the habit before you do the next part of that habit stacking process to actually just do 60 seconds where you start moving your feet. So, and then if you do five minutes, you do 10 minutes, that's like just, you know, the cherry on top. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's a, it's a habit, right? I just think about different habits that we all grew up doing called school. <laughs> I remember, I remember, um, and I, I'm sure there's a reason why here in America, absolutely, overseas, you're <laughs> talking about like, in elementary, you're supposed to be there like at seven fifteen or something like that, and then all of a sudden, when you're in junior high, your asses aren't to be there till like nine, oh, and then all yeah. of a sudden it jumps back up to like seven thirty for high school, and I was never understood that because you know people have kids, you know, and they sometimes have kids in one at each school, and I always thought that was weird <laughs> that they had the junior high so late. 
You know what I mean? They said there's this technology <laughs> around that because like they're, they're in that phase anymore sleep. I'm like, forget that. Get their asses up, you know, because it kind of <laughs> makes them lazy. And then like, it's challenging to go back up. Like what if it was, everyone was just seven 30, you know, I think for some, all moms would be cheery. Yeah. Let's be clear. All moms would be like, yay. Right. All moms and dads would be like, I love you. But I mean, also from a habit perspective, right. Then you're like seven 30, it's seven 30. And then when you're older, it's just seven 30. I know for myself, when I went to college, I did, I thought I'm going to go and get eight o'clock classes. <laughs> That's hilarious. So I did my first semester, barely made it a few times, actually showed up in my boxing shorts and a hat. Like I'm like, what's up? I am here. Oh yeah. Cause absolutely. it's eight and it's college and beer at night, you know, <clears throat> and you're not going, Oh no, I can't have that beer. I got to get up early. Right. You're 19. You're like, <laughs> right. You're 19. You're 20. I'm like, what's up? Um, you don't think that stuff through that's college is those years where you figure right. out if I drink late, I can't get up early. Right. Is this aha moment when you figure that out? You're like, there's a connection there. I can figure it out. Let me see that connection. You know, now when you're older, like, yeah. Whoa, it's eight. I got to go to bed. <laughs> right. You're like it's eight o'clock. I got to get up at six. Yep. But I mean, when you're 19, you don't make the connection called mm-hmm. drink and hangover. You know, you don't make that. Like no one tells you there's like not a, in your brain, yeah. you're like, Oh, I yeah. think I'm figuring this out. So my point is the habits. I think it would help I mean, if you're not a morning person, that's that, one of like the things when people, I mean, you know, make these resolutions and that's why, again, anyway. it sets like, them up to fail that is if they're not a morning person, they're not a morning person. It's not going to change overnight. Now that's not to say that you can't take steps to, you know, modify things, but it's not, it's not going to be easy and it's not necessarily, you know, so for them. He gets up later and so, you know, creating works out and then starts to work and that works for him. I've never been good at the like nine to five thing. Yeah. It's just not my thing either. I work out Absolutely. in the middle of the day. I come home from the workout and then I work in the evening. It's just easier for me. So I think it's all sort of ebb and flow, but whatever works for you, stick with it. I think that's kind of what you're Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, the other thing about, um, you know, whether, it, whether it, I think you have to right. recognize where you need to put in your self-care and it doesn't necessarily have to be in the morning. I mean, that was just, that's what I do. It might be like you're in the middle of the day um, as far as going out and working out and, and, because, and, and, and I mean, everybody's I real quick. Like, I think just because items our, are different. Our society so the whole point when you're putting five, in tiny habits right? to doesn't make some shifts good for you. is you know, when you celebrate what's good for you, it might be really you, early in fact, morning it, and you, you get know, started and at seven and then at three. I mean, or whatever that works for you, but just, just because well, our society just, has been you know, called work culture, get out of the shower, dry five, off, and, and put on, get on my clothes, put I just on my don't tie my shoelaces, and walk to the exercise machine. Person. If you need something that is a little bit more of a reminder, then you know I'm a big Post-it note fan. I have Post-it notes everywhere because let's just be honest, I'm getting old and my brain, my memory is getting worse. So, <laughs> so um, you know, I put a Post-it note on, you know, I tell people use a Post-it note to trigger that new habit that you want to create. So if you need to put a Post-it note on the bathroom mirror, I'm a big fan of Post-it notes on the bathroom mirror. Um, and yeah. by the way, 
Amazon sent me as a gift, which I don't know if that's a good sign because I must order too much stuff from Amazon. Um, these post-it notes that are now like this industrial strength, like snow and in the rain and they'll stick in your shower. I kid you not. They are. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, side note. <laughs> Moisture, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm a post-it note girl too. We got you. Got it's you covered okay. now. Just saying. <laughs> awesome that's a good one to have (laughs) what really (laughs) that's actually interesting yeah because sometimes in the bathroom the 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 mirrors get wet and then they fall off so i'm not a big person in the bathroom so you can find me at happinessmatters.com and of okay, course, got, um, right. I'm That's on, really cool. uh, like I do an, Facebook lives, so little just, nuggets of training, like what we talked about, about today, every Friday, and you can that, sign you know, up for that, um, at happinessmatters.com forward slash And then, um, and then Whole Foods, uh, which is the, the headquarters is down the street from Amazon. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's in there. Like, hey, yeah, 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 it's kind of Whole Foods you know, my Facebook lives, I just ham it up, so very strange. Um, even the people that work there, they're like, we don't know. We don't know who we own by. That's we right. don't get In it. Fact, we don't know. Usually don't I go know. live on our checks from Amazon and I'm drinking. No one tells us anything. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, um, anyway, I love this. This has really been really great. And where can people find you or a free gift that you have for them? <laughs> it's happinessmatters.com. FB live. Oh, nice. I might sign up for that. That's cool. <laughs> because I just need a spring of happiness in my life. I'm <laughs> I bet you are. You're like ha- the happy girl. So like, that's a good one for have a Friday, like happy Friday. Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. So it's the chickens and the coffee. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we won't have that here in Austin. Uh, like we have scooters. We have scooters. So I'd be like, and there's a scooter getting botched. Um, you probably don't even know what I'm talking about, but they're like huge here. So, um, all right. So thank you so much for having me. Tell me the website one more time for everybody. I, by the way, I just said, thank you for having me. You didn't have me. I had you. So thank you for coming here. I really appreciate your time, energy, effort. Go check it out at happinessmatters.com. My name is Heather Havenwood. Check us out at heatherhavenwood.com. We're also now on Pandora, woo, Spotify, iHeart, Google Play, Roku as well. And again, that's Heather Havenwood. Um, like me on Instagram, that's where I'm really at. You can DM me there if you want to at Heather Havenwood. And uh, all right, this is Be You, Be Real, Be the Boss of Your Life, helping you find the love of your life. Bye. Are you a coach, consultant, small business owner, or online entrepreneur? Do you want to significantly grow your business, triple your list, and double your sales conversions? If the answer is yes, then launching a podcast is the next step. You see, being an expert in your field, having a website is no longer enough to be noticed in today's marketplace. I call it the influencer effect. Being an influencer is the key. You see, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. And having your own podcast helps people to connect with you. If you're interested in having me help you launch your own podcast, grow your influence, and promote your business, then go to InfluencerGrowthFormula.com. That's InfluencerGrowthFormula.com. And let me help you rise to the top. Thank you for listening to Like a Boss, helping you rise to the top. Join Heather's Mastermind at InfluencerTribe.com, where she helps you become an influencer and dominate your field. Follow Heather Havenwood on Instagram 
Interested in interviewing or scheduling a call with Heather? Go to callwithheather.com. For more, go to heatherhavenwood.com.